Star Wars geek girls. They're geek girls that like Star Wars. And sometimes cry. Hello, and welcome to Star Wars Geek Girl. Uh, I'm Zoe, still. It's been a while. <laughs> a long while. Yes. I was like, look, when I made our new notes, I was look, I like opened the folder to like make the notes, and our last one, we recorded it on May 5th of this year. So I was like, whoa. So, a bit over seven months. Just seven crazy. months? Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> I think that was our I longest think... break yet. Yeah. Oh, well, I guess it's just because I, like, at the time I was graduating and stuff. Or, I like, no, was it before that? May, didn't... May, I... Did you graduate? August. 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 Yeah. August. Dang. Well, because I, cause I graduated, and then I was working, like, all the time. <laughs> And then I was working, and then the strike happened in May, so you can't, couldn't really, like, you can kind of podcast about some things, but you don't really read the books that much, no. so we were kind of out of luck there. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I read uh, Rise of the Red Blades, and that See, was it. I didn't read that one, so we're like really out of yeah. step here. <laughs> it's I have you, a pile. You're like, oh, you don't read books. I read the books that you don't read. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> well, that doesn't help the podcast. No. Um, no, I have okay. a I have a giant pile in my nightstand of books because I just I totally fell behind reading. I was like in college, I was like reading a book a week, and I graduated and had to get like you know had to like work my job, and I stopped. Frickin but job. I know freaking job. Um, but I've been reading Life Day Treasury for the holidays. Um, that, that's a very good book. I read the first two stories the other day. I really like the, the Stellan Geos one. The first one's like High Republic. It's a very good story. Um, so yeah, it's been a while. There was a strike. There were two strikes, actually, that overlapped. Um... And a whole new Star Wars show came out. Um, did Jedi Survivor come out before or after? I can't remember if we talked about that. Um, it came out in April. So we probably didn't podcast about it because I definitely because it came out April 28th and I definitely did not finish the game by May 5th. <laughs> so we probably didn't podcast about that. We could probably do that while we wait for more shows to come out. Um... But in the meantime, Ahsoka came out uh, during the strike, and obviously we couldn't podcast about it, uh, according to the SAG-AFTRA guidelines, um, but now we can. Um, I don't think we have to do spoiler warnings, because you've definitely seen it by now, or at least had it majorly spoiled. Um, if you haven't seen it, I assume you're okay with spoilers if you clicked on this. I don't really know how your brain works, um, but yeah, I guess spoiler warning. I guess that's what I'm doing right now. <laughs> um, this is the spoiler warning. <laughs> yes, this was the spoiler warning. We're going to talk about Ahsoka. Um, yeah, so we're not going to like go through and recap 
everything because everyone's been doing that and I'm sure everyone knows um but because we're just gonna we're just gonna talk about the show generally a uh, nice little reminisce on it actually haven't rewatched it recently so this is going off a of memory <laughs> um yeah so yeah Ahsoka so what are your like general thoughts like about the series as a whole general thoughts uh i liked it pretty good um i guess i i think of everything like to be i don't want to say i'm brutally honest because it's not like a such a like shocker but i liked the rebels part <laughs> of this show more than i liked what the show is i felt like probably should have been mm -hmm. uh according to, like, the name of the show. <laughs> so I'm glad, because I, I wasn't very excited for this show because, like, of Ahsoka. Like, I, I love Ahsoka. Ahsoka's a great character, but I just, like, she's not someone that I, I wanted to, like, catch up on. I, like, have been dying for Rebels, so I wasn't sure. We weren't, I, I guess I wasn't entirely sure what Ahsoka was going to be. And then it was more what I wanted than what I thought it was going to be. But I still didn't like the part that it should like should have been. So it's, it's it, I guess it's mixed feelings. <laughs> it's the general thought of this show. Mm -hmm. Pretty much. What about yeah, you? I, I also really liked it. I think there's parts I really loved. Parts I'm not as crazy about, which we'll get into when we talk about our, some more specific things. Um, I agree. I think I was much more invested in the Rebels parts of the show, like, involving those characters, mm -hmm. versus the parts about Ahsoka, actually, in general. Um, there were definitely Ahsoka parts that I love. Um, I will say, um, I think this show really did warm me up to the live-action version of Ahsoka. Um, I don't think it's a secret. I wasn't really a fan of the portrayal. Uh, when the Mandalorian episode first came out, um, but I think this show really made this version of the character feel like the Ahsoka I knew and loved, um, especially towards the end of the series, and, and that was really appreciated. Um, yeah, in general, I liked it. I'm only gonna say this once, because I don't want to beat a dead horse. Still wish it was animated. <laughs> That's it. I'm not going to say that again. <laughs> I've said it so many times before the show came out, so I'm not going to beat that dead horse anymore because it already happened. Can't change it. Just going to say it. It's out there. <laughs> yes. I agree, and I think a lot of people agree, too. Yeah. Um, that said, also, I did like the actors and their portrayals of Sabine uh, Ezra and Hera, um, I thought Iman Isfandi completely captured Ezra. You know, like, even yes. Sabine and Hera, while I did like those portrayals, I definitely had to warm up to them a little bit. Probably not as much as I'd had to with Ahsoka, but I de definitely took adjusting. Ezra, like, as soon as Iman was on screen, I was like, oh, that's Ezra. <laughs> like, he yeah. captured it. And he was absolutely fantastic. And Natasha was a very great Sabine. Um, I I liked Mary's Hera. She's the one, I think, if I had to pick one, where I was like, 
eh, I think I'd pick her, but I think she did a great job. I just think Vanessa's hair is so impossible to replicate that she was given a very tough job <laughs> um, to try and fill those shoes. Um, but I, I think she did a good job also. Yeah, I I talked to, I actually did talk to my dad about this uh, the other day, and I was, because uh, my, because I was like, I, I really, like, I feel bad, because she's doing great as an actress, I'm not saying she's not a great actress or, like, whatever, but, mm-hmm. like, like you said, like, Vanessa's kind of irreplaceable, and, like, sh- like, she created Hera and her, like, personality and everything, and I just felt like I couldn't get Hera from her mm-hmm. and I was like which is in a, my dad was like defending her and stuff and I was like yeah it's fine like because uh, my dad feels the same way but he also doesn't want to like be mean about it or anything and I was mm-hmm. like no because like you know we look at Ezra and we're like yeah that's yeah that's Ezra like he doesn't even need to look like Ezra doesn't need, like anything he just acts like Ezra um, and it's just like he gets the Ezra vibe and Sabine is pretty cool too. Um, at first, like I couldn't really see it, but I think that's also because she had like long hair. So I was like, uh, I don't know yeah, about this. wasn't a fan of long hair Sabine. I gotta say, yeah. I know people were, and I Natasha looked very pretty. It was a very pretty haircut and color. You know, she looked gorgeous, but I was like, I'm not. It didn't give Sabine, but I get it was like you know kind of her like depression era you know she had like the chip nail polish so like you know depression era long hair i've been there you know um we've all been there so it's like although i will say that dye job too well maintained i wanted to see roots i wanted to see fading colors come on like give it to me depressed in a sleigh way in a in a like i'm still gonna look good depressed <laughs> I just... see no but i think it would have been so like very almost like funny if she like had the roots going in and the faded colors and then that little montage she's like cutting her hair and putting on her armor she's also like in the bathroom like <laughs> dyeing her hair you get a scene of her painting her nails because they were a fresh fresh nail paint after she cut her hair like i wanted to like really get into the like maintenance of what it is to be Sabine because oh. <laughs> it's maintenance it's, if anyone if you're not a hair dye person there's maintenance yeah I want to be a hair dye person but my work will not allow me that's sad so I was thinking honestly I was could we have a like a baseball cap on um I was thinking of getting, like, and I just, like, put my hair back and it's in a ponytail because it's unfortunately long enough to be in a ponytail. Um, I was just thinking of doing, like, kind of, like, the bangs and, like, throughout the hair, but not the tips. Mm -hmm. I'm still, I'm still thinking, I'm still putting it together, but just somehow where I can hide it and so it doesn't look blue or whatever, I'm thinking blue or whatever Mm -hmm. color for work. You've got to get, there's this, I, I guess it wouldn't work if you're working in a kitchen, but there's, like, temperature-sensitive hair dye, where when it's, like, you know, cooler, it looks like a natural color, and then, like, the point is, like, you walk outside and you're in the sun, and it warms up and it reveals an unnatural color, but I guess if you're working in a kitchen, that wouldn't really work, because it's probably pretty hot in there. 
Yeah, it is pretty hot. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I feel like I should be able to get away with it because my boss went, wore like bright pink hair the other day, and I was like, "What? Why is that? Why are you allowed to?" But like everyone else is like, "This is bull." And then also like my coworker has like red hair, but it's like super like. Not, like, natural red hair. Like, it's, like, red, red. And I just want to be like, how is he? Like, because they're like, oh, well, natural is fine. And I'm like, that, what, what? <laughs> this is baloney. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, anyway. Yeah, I also want to say, like, while we're talking about Vanessa being replaceable, Tia and Taylor are also, like, absolutely foundation. So yeah. key to Sabine and Ezra. Um, and there are definitely, with Tia especially, there were moments where I kind of missed her voice being attached to this character. Um, so I hope even if, you know, going forward with, like, whatever this movie Filoni's doing in any season two, it'll still be live action. Um, I hope we can still see the animated versions of these characters voiced by Taylor, Tia, and Vanessa. Again, sort of like, you know, how we got live action, how we got Rosario being the live action stuff, but then when Tales of the Jedi came out, it was still Ashley. And, and that kind of thing. Also, while we're on this, Tales of the Jedi Season 2, Kanan and Sabine. Let's do it. Come on, let's go. Kanan and Sabine. If you're going to make her a Jedi, I'm going to get the most of it. The same. What do you mean, what do you mean Kanan and Sabine? For Tales of the Jedi Season 2. Oh, Tales of the Jedi. I was like, wait, what? What, what are we yes. talking about? What are we talking about? Just saying. Okay. Yes. Um. Since I brought that up, how do you feel about Jedi Sabine? <laughs> <laughs> Because I know I have complicated feelings about it, and I want to know what your complicated feelings are. I guess... I don't want to be the devil's advocate. No, but, like... <laughs> I, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. I wish I did. But I think I'm still kind of upset with the whole, like, Ray came from nowhere, guys. Just kidding. Ray is, like, the main character and was birthed from the this, like super famous villain so i don't like it because i liked sabine how she was and i Mm -hmm. wish that she could have i guess accepted herself for how it was and how she could be a jedi without the powers Mm -hmm. but because they have it so now like she does have force powers my thing is like okay so now it feels like you're saying that yes you're a Jedi, you have to have force powers. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's probably not, like, what, like, I'm sure, like, they're still gonna be like, well, no, you don't have to have Jedi powers. But now it's kind of like, well, someone didn't have Jedi powers, and now they do. <laughs> um, so that's that's kind of it. Like, it's, I, like, again, uh, exactly, like, in Rebels. Like, she was being trained with the Darksaber and everything, she didn't have the force, so uh, Raoul like was like, "Hey, by the way, here's these like cool uh, gadgets that I have for you. Where it, like mimics the force, but you're still gonna use like your smarts and stuff because you we don't have the force, and that's okay. We don't have to have the force." I had some sneeze. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> like you didn't. You don't have to have the force. So like here's like other ways to um like replace that or like 
be as cool as everyone else or if you fight another Jedi or Sith, whatever, like you can like be okay. Or even be like like win. That would be cool too. But mm-hmm. so I guess like I I guess that's kinda my thing about it is that I I just wish like they kept true to the whole like Jedi Jedi doesn't need to have a lightsaber and a Jedi doesn't need to have the force to mm-hmm. be a Jedi. You can just be a Jedi from the basic principles of being a Jedi and what they follow with. Mm-hmm. Um, and still be connected to the Force, but not have the Force move things around. I guess. That's, yeah. that's my thing. <laughs> no, I think I agree with a lot of that. And I, I kind of understood the intention. I think the intention was not like, oh, Sabine has always had Force powers. It was just more of an intention of like, Anyone can just make force powers if they work hard enough. And I understand that. And I don't hate that as a concept. I just don't know if Sabine being the character to execute that is my favorite thing. Um, And I agree. I think I don't have a problem necessarily with her training under Ahsoka as a Jedi. And I think it even would have been cool. Like, I like the scene where she's kind of sensed Ahsoka being in danger. Like, being connected to the force in that way, I think, is a really cool thing. It reminds me of, like, Chirrut, not Force-sensitive at all, but kind of had those, you know, had that connection to it. Uh, and I like that, but I, you know, her pushing things around I wasn't as crazy about, um, you know. But I think it, you know, maybe in the future it'll be like she, you know, it kind of reminded me of when Ezra first uses the Force, right? And it's like, you know, he only is able to really use it to, like, push Zeb to safety because he's afraid his friend is going to die. And it was, like, really motivated by fear. Um, And that's very much what both of Sabine's moments were in the finale. It was fear that she was going to die and then fear that Ezra was going to fall and die. And so both times she was really motivated by fear that unlocked her ability, um, which is dark side (laughs) thing. It, it is, though. You know, that's what they've always said. The fear oh, yeah. is the path to the dark side. And, you know, maybe, I don't know, maybe I'm looking too much into it. Maybe it's just like, oh, Sabine uses the Force now. Accept it. But I, I think I could feel better about it if the next time we see her, she's still kind of struggling to use it when she's at peace. Because that's the important part of using the Force as a Jedi, is not just being able to use it. But being able to use it without that like emotional component where like you need that high emotion because again fueling your powers with fear or anger or any of those strong emotions that's dark side and um the show didn't really address that <laughs> so maybe they're not going to make anything of it um but yeah i think it'd be kind of cool to see her you know next time we see her she is getting frustrated with kind of being like I did it before why can't I do it again because she's not you know able to do it when she's she's calm um but yeah I think in general like if I could go back and like change it I don't think I would have gone I don't know if I would have gone Sabine Jedi training much at all to be honest um Mm -hmm. but I think with it I think I think I can learn to like it if it's handled with care in future stories but right now, I'm not crazy about it. I also hope and wish we had gotten to see... Because we got to see Ezra talk a little bit about Kanan. 
Um, and we saw some of his connections with Jason. But Sabine was, was also very close to Kanan. And if you just watched Ahsoka and not Rebels, you wouldn't really know that. <laughs> um, and so I think Sabine getting to talk about Kanan or even talk to Kanan uh, in some way, I think that would also help me feel better about it. Because, you know, she knew him really well and yeah. he was a Jedi and like that has to be coloring her feelings about this about what it means to be a Jedi, like, Kanan probably defined so much of that for her, uh, and I, I hope we get to see that acknowledged, you know, because, you know, there were times where Kanan was as much Sabine's teacher as he was Ezra's, and I think it does a disservice to all the characters if that's not really mentioned, you know? Mm -hmm. Yes, I agree. <laughs> I also just want to see Kanan. Yes. I think it would be funny if they brought in, uh, like, Freddie Prince Jr. Just, like, they don't <laughs> give him long hair. They just kind of put him in the costume. And it's just... Like, Sabine, it's okay. <laughs> Chill out. Like, don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, or they just bring in my dad. I don't know. Just saying. <laughs> um, yeah. But, yeah, I'm still not crazy about Jedi Sabine, but I, I think... I think, depending on how it's handled in the future, it can be handled better. It can make me like it more. Because um, I also think one of the problems I had also with this first season of Ahsoka was that in exchange for kind of developing this new Jedi version of Sabine for us, um, we kind of lost some of the other elements of her character that we grew to love from Rebels. Like, she... We saw her art around her, but we never saw her make art. You know, we, you know, if someone just watched Ahsoka, they wouldn't even know Sabine is a great pilot. They wouldn't know she's an explosive expert. They wouldn't know she's a great mechanic. Like, they wouldn't really know any of those things. If it wasn't for the helmet, they probably wouldn't even know she's a Mandalorian. Um, so, like, getting to, you know, I think... I hope now that they've kind of established this Jedi thing for us and, like, caught, caught us up on that history from the end of Rebels to now, um, I hope that, like, now that they've established that, we can get to, in the future, get to see those other parts of Samin because she is such a unique and rich character, and it would be, I think it would be such a shame for her to lose that in exchange for being another Jedi, you know what I mean? I just, there was, I, it was just kind of, this was kind of a thing, like, when the trailer came out for Ahsoka, we were like, hmm, wait, does he have, did he, are they going to give her force powers? <laughs> did, did, did she almost get have force powers? Um, especially, uh, I thought about it when there was, what was it, uh, that one scene where her and Shin are fighting for, like, the second time. They're in the woods. Mm -hmm. And, like, she tries to force push. And, like, I thought I heard, like, tiny bit of force, like, music. Mm -hmm. Like, did you hear that, too? Because I heard it, but I can't tell if they put that there because she, like, maybe, like, nudged her a little bit or because... See, to me, it was, like, more of a fake out. Like I, th like, I think she kind of did that, and I think Shin kind of moved, like, to brace herself and expect it, but that Sabine didn't actually 
use it at all at that point. That's what I, that was my interpretation of it anyway. I heard a little tiny bit of sprinkles, but I don't, I don't know. But like, I, and that's like a scene I really liked is like that little fake out where Sabine just uses the gauntlet. Like I, I don't know. Like that's more of what I want to see. I don't really want to see Sabine actually using the force. I think she was such a cool character already. Um, and that was, like, the other thing. And my dad even said this when we were watching, like, the early episodes. Was, like... And, you know, you can say she's out of practice, but, like... Rebel Sabine wouldn't have lost any of those fights. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, like, because my dad Rusty. said, like... In, in Rebels, like, when Sabine showed up, they won. Pretty much every time. Like, that's just how it went. And they, I don't know, they kind of did nerf her, which kind of sucks. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn devs. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, I think I don't know. I don't think she had a bad arc either. I just, to me, it felt more like they were like, "Oh, we need to give Ahsoka Padawan. Let's make Sabine her Padawan." Versus like thinking about Sabine's arc first. Like Sabine's arc was more about Ahsoka than it was Sabine herself. Is what it felt like to me. Yes, and. Also, like, there was just a bunch of stuff that they were like, yeah, well, we tried to, like, be Padawan and Master, and it didn't work. And so I'm kind of interested to see that, but also I know that it's going to go kind of how it went with Kanan, where, like, Sabine, like, or maybe it's completely different from Kanan, because, you know, at first Kanan didn't trust Sabine enough, and then did trust her, uh give her the dark saber or i guess not trust uh, trust is the wrong word um and so i just i'm kind of curious on how it went with ahsoka mm -hmm. and that's you know tells the jedi you can do sabine <laughs> does i am. if you're gonna make her a jedi give me more sabine content that's my yeah. thought process <laughs> yeah well and i think it's interesting too because while part of it sounds like you know, it was Sabine, it was also, like, Ahsoka, you know, Sabine went through that trauma of losing Mandalore and not being there for it, and Ahsoka... Which I called it, her her mom died. Yes. I called it. Um, my dad was like, oh, there's a hairpin. And I was like, oh, so she's dead. And my dad <laughs> was like, what? That's not what that means. And I was like, why else would she have her hairpin? <laughs> she was, and my dad was like, because her mom was nice? <laughs> no. <laughs> Nuh -uh. Yeah. Um, well, no, but I think it's, you know, it's, it's interesting that Sabine went through that and Ahsoka, Ahsoka's response was to kind of give up on her, right? And leave her. Um, where I think, I don't think Kanan would have done that. Hera clearly didn't do that. Um, yeah. you know, Kanan never did that to Ezra when Ezra went through things. And I think that's a really interesting point of tension. Um, mm -hmm. That I, I think could be explored a little more. Um, I don't know. Um, I, just, I yeah, like I mean, Sabine with a lightsaber, though. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I, I just thought, it, well, that part, like you said, it's interesting because I can't understand how Ahsoka was able to give up on her so easily when, you know, with the whole thing with her and Anakin. It never gave up on Anakin. Still, because I, I can't... With the whole episode um, with Anakin later, I just think it's interesting that, like, 
she just kind of abandons Sabine. And obviously Sabine had every right to be so upset about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and I think, and I think a part of that, too, was definitely, like, Ahsoka being very scared about Anakin's transformation into Vader and how she, you know, felt like she didn't see that coming and, like, you know, trying to look back and kind of seeing where she could have seen the signs. Like, we saw those fears in Ahsoka in The Mandalorian and the Book of Boba Fett with Grogu. So it, it makes, I think it makes sense for Ahsoka's character at this point um, to have done that. But yeah, it's, it's still sad. Um, but yeah. On other news, we found Ezra on my birthday. So thanks, Felony. That was a real one. I <laughs> cried a lot. A lot. <laughs> yeah, my birthday, Ezra. Um, yeah. I, yeah, well, I think I said it earlier with everything Ezra was amazing, though. He yeah, was fantastic. I, like, <laughs> and, I didn't see anything about who the actor was, because I didn't want to know. Mm-hmm. And I also, like, I just, I don't see much Star Wars news unless my dad shows me. Um, so I just, I didn't want to see anything. I was like, I don't, I don't want to know what he looks like. Like, cause either <laughs> it's going to be really bad and I'm going to be upset. Or it's going to be, like, great, and I'm going to cry. I don't know. We're going to see. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, he's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the eyes are a little scary, but, like, he's perfect, you know? <laughs> yes. Uh, I mean, you know what? They were committed to the accuracy, so I give them that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I And that was the other thing, too, I think. There's so much legwork being done into Sabine and Ahsoka as a duo. And they were pretty good. But I think Sabine really shined so much more when she was with other Rebels characters, whether it was Hera or Ezra. You know, like, the, the that those interactions and felt so much more Sabine, felt so much more fun, and felt so much more emotional uh, than the... Sabine and Ahsoka one, so I hope going forward, you know, we can develop that chemistry more between those two, but yeah, Sabine and Ezra were so on point, so space siblings. Um, I was so scared they were not gonna do space siblings. Nah, they, Um, episode one, they really, like, they really let us know, like, hey, this is what's up. They (laughs) did, but it was like, I was still scared about it, because I was like, it was also kind of that thing where I was like, um, if, like, when you see, like, movies or, or books where they're like, yeah, sis, yeah, bro, or like, yeah, thanks, little sister, like, <laughs> where they, like, kind of don't know, like, or at least they have, they don't, like, that's not what we call our brothers or sisters, mm-hmm. like, but I, I don't know. So I was like, I was, I was, I was still worried, um. And then nothing, nothing happened. I was like, thank God. Yeah, <laughs> thank they goodness. they really nailed that chemistry, which was awesome. Um, yeah. Like, the, all their bickering and everything was so, so amazing. Um, the Hera and Ezra... Oh, sorry. No, you go ahead. I was just going to say, I thought it was interesting that, like, when they were together, though, you know, Ezra was like, oh, well, so how's this? Oh, how's Ahsoka? Like, how's this? And, like, she still couldn't bring herself to say anything. Like, it was like, ah, I don't want to talk about it. Uh, let's <laughs> talk about it. Like, it felt very Sabine. 
but I was yeah. like, bro, you just you just found like your brother, like that was gone for years. Like, yeah, I, I do think it's notable too that she didn't tell him about Jason. Yeah, like it's just so like, I anything. Well, see, I hope she was like leaving that as a surprise because she's like a little shit. Um, mm-hmm. and I really want to see Ezra finding out and meeting Jason for the first time. If we don't get to see that, I'm gonna be so upset. Like, I'm gonna be yeah. actually upset. Like, if we just got season two and it's just Ezra and Jason hanging out, they've already known each other for a while. I'm like actually gonna be mad. I really want to see that first reaction. Oh, Jason was fantastic. Yeah, no, that kid was great, and he really nailed the, like, you know, he's a kid, but also he's got this, like, weird force stuff going on that kind of makes him, like, wise, but he's also still a kid. I think it was something that, um, Vivian Lyra Blair really nailed, too, as Leia in Obi-Wan Kenobi, and I think this kid had the same thing going on, and it was awesome. He was perfect. I thought it was interesting. He looks exactly like Axel. When Axel was little. Yeah, he and, does. And, like, I saw that, and I, I saw him, I was like, why is he, he looks like Axel. <laughs> and I, and I hope, like, obviously it's totally not true, but I hope, like, deep down, Dave Filoni was like, okay, guys, can you find me, like, a kid that looks like this kid from Rebels family? <laughs> like, <they're laughs> just, just, like, we, we need, like, that look, you know? Because mm-hmm. um, it just, like, was spot on to Axel. But anyway, yeah. I, I yeah, young Jason was amazing. Um, and he had the little Caden pauldron. It was so cute. I need to see his ears. I know. Does he have the pointy ears or not? Yeah, see him. But yeah, I'm excited for him and Ezra to meet, especially. Because I will like, say. I'm sure they've told him stories about Ezra. Oh, he's definitely heard so many. Well, because I think he even asked about Ezra, like, earlier. Like, he said Ezra was Ezra's name earlier in the show. Um, also, I think Jason Sindula is the single character, the only one, that looks better <laughs> in live action <laughs> than animated. Uh, he's the yeah. single character. I can't think of anyone else that's better equal maybe but better he's the only one he is he's because yeah because rebels as the rebels as was definitely like five years oldish like that like that particular scene like obviously the epilogue with sabine is now at mandalorian time but that specific scene with jason in the epilogue that's definitely like right after return of the jedi because that is not a 10 year old child no way (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Um, something else. Yeah, it's just, I, I loved Jason. I loved Jason. I loved his relationship with Chopper. That was everything I wanted I out of the Jason-Chopper saw... relationship. I wish we had more of it, because it was so cute. <laughs> I wish I saw anything of, like, him and Sabine. I know. Well, I hope... Cute. You know, I'm really hoping, now that Ezra's back, and um, I hope... I'm really hoping for a full Ghost Crew reunion. Um, I really want to see, I really want to see Jason. If he doesn't say Uncle Zeb, Zeb, I'm going to, like, beat someone up. Like, I want to see Jason with Zeb. I want to see him with Sabine. I, again, really, really want to see him with Ezra. Um, That was the other thing. No Ezra Hera hug. I, like, I was mad, dude. I was, like, actually mad. I was so dumb. Like, cut away. 
I know it's probably because Ezra and Herod act like filmed together in person, but I was so mad. They cut away from the hug. I was waiting for that hug all season. That's all I wanted. I. Ahsoka got to hug him. Ahsoka yeah. got to hug him and not <laughs> Hera. Like, come on. Come on. Yeah. I was so mad. But now they can group hug when they're all back together. I would. Uh, I... Where's Zeb? I know, I, I miss him. But, like, they didn't... I mean, I'm sure they'll, like, meet up later and stuff, and it'll be fine, but I'm like, bitch, what the heck? Yeah. That was the, like, downside of being mostly invested in the rebel side of a show called Ahsoka. Like, yeah, 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 Ahsoka's going, like, doing her stuff. Where's Zeb? You know? Why aren't... Why is Hera not talking to Sabine? I was like, I... Ahsoka, yeah, you can do your thing, but, like, where are my rebels? <laughs> <laughs> Why are they scattered? I know. Um, but you know what? The longer they're apart, the better the reunion's gonna be. That's what I'm telling myself. Mm. Um, cause you know when we finally get that reunion? It's gonna be top notch. I'm very excited. And I hope they let Zeb hug. Cause I feel like Zeb has to give really good hugs. And, you know, it's, I know it's probably harder cause he's CGI and they're all people. But I still want to see Zeb hugs. Yes. You know, if we can't have Zeb hugs in live action, then just animate it, bro. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I I really enjoyed that. I thought it was so cute that like he came out and um, like at, like somehow Chopper knew. Chopper's got those like, biometric scanners, dude. I, I don't <laughs> even know. I was like, what is what. Chopper's, like, as much as we joke, like, Chopper is, like, a dog and blah, 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 whatever. Like, cat, chihuahua thing. Like, <laughs> I can't, he, like, kind of sensed it, and it was kind of, I, I love it. I'm not complaining about it, but I'm, like, a little confused, and I really, I, I'm just, like, interesting. I don't know how you knew, but that's cute, and I enjoy it, and I, and I, I approve. <laughs> <laughs> No, everything about the Hera and Ezra reunion was perfect until they didn't let them hug. Yeah. That made me mad. I was so mad. That's gonna be the beginning of the, f the second season. Dude, if it's hugs. not, if we don't last Jedi this thing, yeah, I'm gonna be- I'm gonna fight people. Yeah. What else? Um, oh, uh, what were your thoughts on, like, Shin and, uh... Uh, Balin. Shin was fun. I liked her a lot. I really liked the dichotomy with Sabine that she had, especially with the end of the series with Balin like kind of abandoning her, obviously in different circumstances, um, and how that I think is, can help her connect to Sabine in the future. I think she and Sabine kind of something going on. Just saying. Um, but and yeah, they, they held hands once. They got they had, yeah they had they had something going on. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought Shin was really, was really cool, um, she was very quiet and, like, kind of weird, but, like, in a cool way, uh, and I'm definitely excited to see kind of where her story goes, I think, um, I would definitely love to see her kind of team up, you know, maybe, like, a redemption kind of thing for her, um, I think that's really cool. Balin, I liked Balin, and every time... He was on screen. He definitely kind of stole focus. He was really cool. Um, 
and he had this like this air about him of like yeah this is like a a jedi kind of turned mercenary kind of guy like you know this almost regal sense to him um i just like i think he should have been explored a little bit more like he i think i saw a tweet that kind of explained it best where he seems like someone who's just waiting to monologue but no one will ask him the questions to start his monologue and it's just really frustrating because he has it in him and he just wants to talk but no one's asking him the questions um and it's such a shame we won't get to see ray stevenson reclaim that role because he did a fantastic job um and i i really wish we could have seen him explore that character more in the future if that was the plan um because yeah he was like I don't know, it was almost too mysterious. Like, it was kind of cool and mysterious at first, and by the end of the series, it was, like, it's so mysterious, it almost became, like, all right, I get it, you're mysterious. Can I kind of know your deal now? Like, it's it's losing interest for me, personally. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of questions that they left for season two that I hope that they touch on next yeah. season. Yes. Especially I, with the, that duo. Yeah, um... So if we get a, a season two, because I, I do think, and I don't know if I've said this on the podcast before, but I am growing tired, not just for Star Wars, but just TV in general. I'm growing very tired of the, like, eight-episode season. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we used to we used to be a real country with 22-episodes. Real country. <laughs> um, this is America. We I got know. 30, we need 30 episodes for each season. Well, no, but I just, you know, I think, like, you know, and I think it works for some shows. Like, I think The Mandalorian worked really well as an eight-episode show. I think Obo-Wan Kenobi worked really well as a six-episode show. Um, where I think Ahsoka, I think, could have, there's so much going on, I think it really could have benefited from another at least two episodes. Um, yeah. But, but yeah. Well, I don't know if it's even budget, is just, I don't know what it was. But, I don't know what you're talking um, about. They don't got enough money. What? <laughs> That's crazy. Um, but I, you know, there were a lot of unanswered questions, and season two technically hasn't been confirmed. Hopefully we, we get it, or at least get a continuation of the story in, in some way. We're actually going to get an animated um, season two. Hey, hey, don't make me, don't, like, you know, <laughs> don't make me too excited, because that would be, like, the ideal situation, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. Um, so we do a huge petition. Yeah. Uh, Remember when there was that one, like, weird thing that the people didn't, like, the people didn't like Ray, and so they created, like, this giant, like, what, what was it? It was like this giant paper. We we read it while we met each other, and we were at the pool doing a podcast. Oh, it was... It was, wasn't it the petition to, like, decanonize the sequels or something? Yeah. Or decanonize the last, it might have been just The Last Jedi, actually. I think so. And they were like, we're gonna make our own. And I know. Like, and they're like, see, we got a thousand signatures. We, you know, like, they, you have to listen to us. And it's like, dude, you know how many people went to see <laughs> The Last Jedi? <laughs> like, a thousand is nothing. Or, like, they were sending money, but it didn't ask for your card. So they were like, we raised all this money. But they, they didn't, like, get people's card. Uh, like, I don't... That was, that was interesting. It was fun. But I don't know why I thought of that. Sorry. Uh, but anyway. 
gosh, remind me if I have more Ahsoka thoughts. Um, oh, I feel I like we've been talking. Oyster people. Oh yes, they were adorable. Oyster people that I guess. <laughs> yeah, um, I think there there's been Ezra. so much. Yeah, there's been so much speculation for so many years about what Ezra's doing. You know, it's like, is he teamed up with Thrawn? You know, what's he doing? And then it was like, you know what? It makes sense that he found a bunch of little hermit crab people and made friends with them. Like, that is the most Ezra solution possible. I wish and... he explained what a day in his life was while he was there. With yeah. He would be like, you know, you know, so this is what I do every day. This is what I'm working on. Well, like, like you know the intro to, like, the first scenes of Ray and Luke in The Last Jedi? That's what we should have had, you know? And he drinks, like, he has, like, pink milk. Yeah. And Sabine, like, makes a face, you know? Yeah. But that was, those guys were so cute. And I loved how he, like, made the little rebel charms. For them, like, that's, you know, he was clearly, like, maintaining a, a connection to the ghost crew. Because if you think about it, he was with the ghost crew for about four years. He was with those little guys for ten, give or take. So, like, him finding those connections to keep to the ghost crew, to keep to his home, um, was really lovely. And I also liked how, um, I know, I just, we just talked about how we don't really like Sabine being a Jedi. <laughs> but I liked how Sabine, in order to find Ezra had to kind of pass, like, a Jedi test, you know? Because we talk about how Ezra, or how, how Luke failed his test in The Empire Strikes Back, you know, where he finds this strange little creature, and he doesn't think it's going to be any help to him, and he kind of, like, dismisses it, you know? He's actually really mean <laughs> to Yoda. <Yeah. laughs> um, and then, like, Obi-Wan kind of does the same thing to Jar Jar in Phantom Menace, um, and it's this Jedi test that, you know, all these Jedi failed, um, but Sabine, you know, has seen the guidance of, of Kanan, and she has this connection to Ezra, and she finds this little creature, and she doesn't really think he can help, but she shows him kindness, um, and that is ultimately what leads her to Ezra, and I thought that was so, ni- so nice. Yeah, um, I mean, could you imagine it... if she was just a jerk to him? <laughs> right. <laughs> Never would have found him. Right, and it, it shows how, you know, even though Sabine is such an, an unconventional Jedi, you know, that she still has that heart to her that is what really matters at the end of the day when it comes to being a Jedi. Um, I agree. Was... I didn't think of it like that. It was cute. Yeah. I like that. Very... Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, it was very, very lovely. Um, and, yeah, I just, you know, I think at the end of the day, Star Wars is about doing the right thing, um, and in this case, Sabine did the right thing and was rewarded for it, uh, which is nice. That's why I like, I like the thought of, like, you don't have to have all this power, you Mm -hmm. know? So, yeah, that's why, again, I'm, like, kind of upset about, like, her having the force. It's just, you know, I'm sure she'll be fine, and it'll be okay, and it'll just be kind of, you know, it'll be kind of its own thing, but I, I like not having to have power to do things. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think my main hope for the future is that we don't, like I said earlier, we don't see Sabine kind of lose those other parts to herself in favor of being more like a traditional Jedi. Um, Because, like, I think one of the defining things about Sabine from the beginning was that you couldn't put her in a box, you know? 
she's not just a rebel. She's not just a Mandalorian. She's not just an artist. She's, you know, she's not just a mechanic. She's, like, she's all these things combined and so much more. Um, and it's like, you want to throw Jedi into the mix? Sure, but I don't think, you know, I don't, I hope that doesn't overrule these other parts to herself that are so important. Like, I hope, you know, if we get to see her kind of cross over with the Mandalorian and all the stuff going on over there, we get to see those Mandalorian sides for her come out more. I get, hope we get to see the artist in her. I hope we get to see her blow stuff up. Don't say it's not the Jedi way. Ahsoka and Anakin and Obi-Wan, they were all blowing stuff up. Kanan and Ezra blowing stuff up. You can still blow stuff up when you're a Jedi, okay? You can do a lot of things as a Jedi, but people are like, well, that's not Jedi. Like, does that matter? <laughs> yeah. I don't see you being a Jedi. Don't, don't talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I think Sabine being a very non-traditional Jedi is awesome. I just hope she gets to keep those other parts to herself as well. Like, I did like how they made a point to show her picking up her helmet at the end of the show. Um... Because to me, and you know, again, I'm all for reading too much into stuff. I do it all the time. I've done it so many times in this podcast alone. Um, but I, to me, that was kind of a sign of, like, she's not giving up the Mandalorian side of her in favor of her lightsaber. She didn't leave it. She looked at it and made sure to grab it before she left. Also, she did not wear her helmet enough, okay? That was such a beautiful helmet. It got knocked off, like, all the time. I think, I was, like, I was, like, actually getting annoyed. I, like, turned to my dad in the last episode when it got knocked off, and I was, like, you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> like, girl, well, put your helmet on. Yeah, I think it was probably because, <laughs> like, if it was animation, they definitely would have had the helmet on. But also, like, I th- maybe it's because they're like, well, it's live action. Show her face. It's the beat. <sighs> I don't know. I Put don't that know. helmet on, girl. It's a, I mean, I love her face, love her hair. But, like, that's such a beautiful helmet. It deserved more respect. Season two, I want to see more helmets, Sabine. I don't even care. Yes. I agree. Uh, oh, Kaz's dad is a jerk. Kaz's dad is a jerk. We knew this already from Resistance, but we got to really see it. I don't know. I, like, I really want to see now, like, Jump to the Future in some show or something, where Hera and Kaz meet, right? And Kaz, you know, he's Kaz. He's like, oh my gosh, it's General Sandula. Oh my gosh, it's General Sandula. Oh my gosh, hi. And Hera's just like, did you say your name was Ziono? Like, that's Ziono. <laughs> Like, I want to see, like, that one-sided beef. It'd be really funny. Mm-hmm. Not that Hera would ever hold ag- against him long-term, you know, for someone for the sins of their father, because Lord knows she got some problems with her dad. Um, but, you know, just that initial, like, what did you say your name was? Yeah. Like, mm, you should tell your dad that I'm a good person. <laughs> I was right. Yes, Kaz's dad's there. He's a jerk. Mon Mothma's there, though. She's not a jerk. Um, also, C-3PO is a very lovely surprise, acting as an ambassador for Leia, which is an even lovelier surprise. Um, that was really nice to see, especially, it was a nice little hint towards, obviously, we know, as we get into the rise of the First Order, Leia was really working under the table to kind of fund and start the resistance and run that kind of thing. So it's a nice, like, we're starting to see the beginnings of that um yeah also Carson Tava was there all the time 
he's just that guy's everywhere. Yeah, I like him. <laughs> he's like the like the Phil Coulson of Star Wars right now. Like you know, in early MCU, Phil Coulson was just like everywhere all the time. Yeah. That's what Carson Tava is right now. <laughs> he's just everywhere. Well, he's not in them now. He died in Avengers. But I just oh, meant, yeah, like... I just meant in general. I just, I have not. Hmm. Um, I think that guy... Hold on, I'm going to Google something really quick. I lied. What? Never mind. What? Well, I... Well, wait, no, yeah. He's Uncle Iroh. That's crazy. I forgot about that. Who? Isn't Carson Tave Uncle Iroh? He's something in Avatar. I don't know. In the like new live action one. Oh. Uh, Isn't he? He's some. He's in it. I don't know if he's Iro or not. He's in it though. Pretty sure. I heard he was. I don't know. He'd be a good Iro. Mm-hmm. Um. I think that's that's it for Ahsoka, huh? Yeah, I'm trying to think of other things um chopper should have they should have unleashed him more mm-hmm. like chopper is actually the one that accidentally kills ezra when the ship comes oh, in. gosh <laughs> um oh dear no chopper is actually running up to ezra to like attack fun fact yes <laughs> <laughs> um oh gosh you know what we didn't talk about we have to talk about it because it everyone's obsessed with it um the episode five with all the Clone Wars flashbacks. Uh... Um, I will say I did... I liked that episode. I loved the Ahsoka the White Fit. Um, at the end. I did like Ahsoka's kind of little, like, spiritual journey there. And the World Between Worlds <laughs> in live action was pretty cool. I was gonna say, I know. I've seen your TikToks. <laughs> very, very nice TikToks. What? What TikTok? TikToks about Ahsoka. Oh, yeah. With her white robes. Yes. I like the white robes. They're very good. Um. I didn't really care too much for that. Because, again, I was focused on Rebels. Yeah. And so I was like, eh, oh well. As an Ahsoka fan, I liked it. I definitely preferred the Sabine and Hera parts of this show. But I did like that episode. Um, I, like I thought Ariana Greenblatt was yeah. a perfect young Ahsoka, and she, she really sounded like Ashley, too, which was awesome, and mm-hmm. she, she looked perfect, she acted perfect, um, the costumes were good. I another person to do, like, when she was on Mandalore. Oh, Siege of Mandalore, yeah. Because, like, I was just like, oh, you're yeah. little, little, little baby. <laughs> yeah, I kind of get that, because she definitely should have looked a little older, but also Ariana was so perfect. Yeah. I, like, so, like, couldn't I, even argue. I'm not argue. mad at it, but I was like, oh, this little baby in Mandalore. Um, yeah. Although, she was only, like, 17 or 18 mm-hmm. for Siege of Mandalore, so she found terribly far off. Yeah. Um, she's probably, what, like, 14, 15 when they filmed that? Um, yeah, she was perfect. Um, I liked seeing the bits of Teth and Ryloth and obviously Mandalore were cool. Um, and I, I liked, you know, anytime we can get Hayden, it's awesome. And again, he, him and Clone Wars armor was sick. Uh, yeah. And it was, that was a fun episode. I liked it a lot. Um, although I think it's interesting how everyone was like, 
oh my gosh, we should get a live action Clone Wars. I'm like, why? No. No, we have seven seasons of animated Clone Wars that are awesome. You know, it was definitely cool to see the live action interpretations of characters like Rex and stuff. Um, that's another thing I hope we get to see some Tamura old Rex, because that would be amazing. Um. He could do it. <laughs> well, 100% he could. Um, but I don't want to see him, like, like, if we're doing, like, the timeline of this show, I don't want to see him, like, fight. He's, like, so old now. Like, I want to see him in, like, a little old man sweater with, like, a tuco on his lap, and he's, like, crocheting or something. Like, I want to see, like, retired Rex. <laughs> that's you fair. know? Like, Ahsoka comes to visit, and he's like, oh, I made some soup. Like, I want to see that, Rex. You know, senior citizen, Rex. <laughs> like, not, just, just eating old, like, mushy food and just mm-hmm. playing card games. Or something. He's got his prune juice, yeah. Mm-hmm. Playing Sabacc. Yeah, because every single Star Wars character deserves a break, but... Every single clone trooper, I think it's bumped to the top of the list. Especially, like, if if you make it through the original trilogy as a clone trooper, you deserve the nicest retirement anybody has ever had. Yeah. Like, you've done nothing but suffer since you were created in a test tube. You deserve (laughs) everything. (laughs) And rights. And rights. rights. That would be cool. (laughs) Right. Well, I trust Mon Mothma to carry Padme's vision on that for the New oh, Republic. Hey, I, I trust Mothma. Well, because we know Padme wrote all the bills to, to you know, do that. She just didn't get to do them because she died. Blech. Blech. Um, Dead. Yeah. Um. That episode was good. I just, um, I was just so focused on catching up with Sabine and just like figuring mm-hmm. out what's gonna happen there that I was like, okay, okay, I get it. All right, let's keep going. <laughs> yeah, because she wasn't in that one at all. Although I really liked the Hera and Jason stuff in that episode. Yeah, that was I amazing. Like that. And I like um, that Jason could hear the lightsabers. Yeah. That was cool. Um, and that oh Hera even just trusts him and like it's like okay yeah i believe you yeah. all right let's go because she's she's movie. number one space mom forever and always <laughs> um yeah. oh gosh i cannot wait for ezra and jason to meet <sighs> i hope like it's like a whole thing where like jason's shy and like goes up and ezra's like super cool mm-hmm. oh, too. well i also hope he's like like oh i heard so much about you and i was like oh really he's like yeah uncle zeb said you started a heist for fruit or like just something dumb like that yeah (laughs) that's that'd be so funny oh gosh yeah i really i'm so excited to see the continuation of the stories of the rebels um i enjoyed ahsoka's arc in this show a lot and like coming to terms with what happened to anakin and you know, reconnecting with what it means to be a Jedi and to have an apprentice. Um, but now that she kind of had that arc, I'm like, okay, Rebels. Like, give me all the Rebels. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, and so if it's not in an Ahsoka season two, if it's in a movie, if it's in an animated show or a movie or 
an animated show or an animated show. Um, I am so excited to see the continuation of these characters' stories after so long. Um, yes. There's, yeah. Season two, it's renamed to The Rebels. <laughs> hey. Not so bad. I just want them to reunite. All of them. All of them. I just want the reunion so bad. Because <laughs> Sabine and Ahsoka were never even in the same physical space. Hera was a hologram. Or not Sabine and Ahsoka. Sabine and Hera. Hera was a hologram in their one scene together. It was a great scene. That was the scene, I'll say, that I think really sold me on Mary's Hera more than before. Like, she, you know, she walked around and like, oh, oh, that's Hera. You know, that's nice. But when she had that scene with Sabine and, you know... Mm-hmm that was like oh there she is like there's Hera um and yeah so I think the thing that honestly I think that helped these new versions of the characters the most was their chemistry with each other like I think all of the Rebels actors shined at their best when they were talking to other Rebels characters (laughs) um yeah and I really hope we get to see more of that I hope we get to see Zeb please I'm sure he's very expensive, but he's so important. <laughs> um, just animate him into the, the Yeah, just like Looney Tunes, or, um, yeah, Who Framed Roger Rabbit him. Just mm-hmm. throw him in there that way. Um, Make him yeah. Fortnite dance. Be, I don't care anymore. Awesome. Just put him in there. Yeah, um, and, you know, getting all those characters back again um, is something I'm so looking forward to. Uh, like, especially if they're, like, like, if they're on the ghost and they're, like, doing their little thing, like, you know, we got Hera and Jason in the cockpit, Chopper running around, Sabine, Ezra, and, uh, Zeb in their little turret, like, oh, it could be so good. They're, like, blowing stuff up with fireworks again, like, oh, I miss them so much. I should rewatch Rebels again. We should. Um, uh, we need a, we should podcast about it. Just like do a whole season, yeah. review it. Yeah. Oh, one thing we also didn't mention, because that that's a good note to like get onto the news and stuff that I wrote down here. One, because I feel like we've covered Ahsoka really well. But one thing, Hu Yang was awesome. He was awesome. <laughs> he was. I always liked him in this episode of the Clone Wars, but when they brought him back for Ahsoka, I was like, that's an it's an interesting choice. Um, you know, like, he's just a... He's a particular character to pick out. Um, but he worked really well. He, um... I really wanted to meet 3PO, also. I think that would be, like, a vibe. But I really, like... I really liked his dynamic with Sabine and Ahsoka. Um, and he... He was so much fun. Um, and also, like, he... I, he really was key to a lot of very emotional moments, especially, like, I think he, in some ways, he sold me more on the Sabine and Ahsoka dynamic than Sabine and Ahsoka did sometimes. Um, you know, like, when he's like, oh, stick together, and they don't, and, like, when he was holding Hera's, or Sabine's helmet, and Hera walks up, and he's just like, they never, they never listen. Like, that was so sad, and it was such a great emotional beat. Um, and... Yeah, he he was really fantastic. And I was going to say something else, and I forgot. Oh, and just 
in general, I just think he's such an interesting character. Like, what does it mean to be a droid that's thousands and thousands of years old, has seen, you know, masters and apprentices and children and um, adults come and go? Like, that's such an interesting thing to explore. Um, and maybe when we're stuck on Peridia with Sabine and Ahsoka for a little bit, we'll get to do some more of that. That was all. Also, Gunji could still be alive. Just, just saying, we could, we could, you know, have a little Wookiee Jedi friend. Little baby. He would probably look good in live action, cause you know, the Wookiee. We we know what they look like. Just saying. They look pretty good. <laughs> and you know, if he's alive, like, you know, the other the other ones could be alive too, and like, you know, we could have a whole little like, you know, little thing. Just saying. I just want everyone to be happy. <laughs> okay. I'm trying to think. Any more thoughts on Ahsoka? I think we covered it pretty good. Uh, that's, I feel like that's a pretty good summary for mm -hmm. it. Uh, we weren't too overly negative. So I say that's a win. <laughs> Yeah. No, I mean, and I, I like the show generally. I think we talked a lot about criticisms and, like, got in depth with a lot of that. Um, but, like, what's it called? You know, I think we also talked a lot about things we liked and, you know, a good mix. In general, I would say I like the show. I think really my biggest thing was uh Sabine as a Jedi I think was always gonna be a hard sell for me and I think I liked it more like if you told me before the show Sabine's gonna be a Jedi I would have probably been like oh well I'm not gonna like that and I think the show made me like it more than I would have thought I think there's still some legwork to be done for me to be really more sold on it but I think it I think I can like it it's just it's gonna take time and the right handling I think I will not like it, but I don't make the decisions, and I can't change it, so I just kind of have to accept it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I think also, I don't know. Like, if she's just, like, throwing around Force powers all the time, it's like, whatever. But if she's, like, maybe taking a little help from a for the Force for a jump and then still using her gauntlets and, like, all that stuff, I think I could get more into it it's just more of like oh is she's gonna fight like a regular jedi now because kind of lame like i want to see the lightsaber the blaster the gauntlets like all the tech and gadgets also give her her jetpack back what the heck <laughs> totally could have used it to escape well there's like i think in like, like you know <laughs> like concept art she has it give it back <laughs> what? i miss it she has such a cool jetpack bro you know, especially, like, if we're gonna cross over with Mando, and she's gonna hang out with Din and Bo, give her, give it back. <laughs> she's saving it. Um, Gas yeah. is expensive. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I want the jetpack back. But, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think the biggest thing for me in the future for Jedi Sabine is, like, I don't want her to be, like, a full Jedi. Like, I'm a Jedi now. It's my whole thing. Like, I want her to be like, oh, yeah, I'm a Jedi, but I'm also Mandalorian, and I'm an artist, and I blow things up. Like, all those things. I still want her to lose those other layers to her character 
just to make her a Jedi. Cause we got so many Jedi, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, let Sabine be Sabine. Yes, I agree. Couldn't have agreed more. <laughs> Sabine is Sabine. Yeah, that is okay. true. Um, okay. Now, I feel like we've been like, oh, yeah, we're done with Ahsoka, like, three times now. But I think we're done now. Um, yes. Yeah, so we can, just because I don't know if we're going to get a podcast again before the end of the year, because we are recording this on December 20th, so the odds are slim. Um, we can go into some other... This time. Yes, we can go into some other news we missed from the during the strikes. For one, Young Jedi Adventures has been coming out. I don't know if you've been watching them. They're adorable. I still need to watch the most recent batch of them. Uh, I've been saving them for when I have time to, like, sit down and watch. Uh, They're very cute. All the ones I have seen. I'm really excited to watch the Life Day ones because I haven't seen them yet. Uh, And also, Belle's at a bar. I love a great storm in them now, and that's awesome because I love those characters, and and, and they're fine. Nothing ever bad happens to them ever. Um, they're great. <laughs> um, yeah. So, Young Jedi, have you been watching Young Jedi Adventures? Uh, I watched a few episodes, but um, no, nah, I haven't really been on Disney Plus since mm. Ahsoka. And then, like, I just, I don't know. I, I, ha- I guess I haven't, because even though it, they're totally really good episodes, and my favorite one was so far was like when they're making soup together. <laughs> like there's these creatures and like they eat all the soup. That one was very cute. But other than that, I haven't I haven't caught up on uh, Young Jedi Adventures unless I go to my parents' house and my dad mm-hmm. has to watch them. Yeah, there there's so many cute ones. I really like the one with that like smugglerish kind of lady. She was really cool. Um, but yeah, they're so good. Uh, but honestly, my favorite thing about Young Jedi Adventures for me isn't even the show. It's I have a little cousin. He's, oh gosh, is he four? Gosh, I think he's four. It's crazy. He was born, like, right before I left for college. So I think he's, oh gosh, it's so scary. Um, but he is obsessed with it. He loves it. He loves nubs. Um, my, he, uh, his dad is talking he's always making his own little paper lightsabers and like running around and pretending he's training with master yoda and um he is loves nubs especially we got him as a little set of like little young jedi adventures like little figures and he immediately i wasn't there for this because i was working which was at his birthday party he um apparently immediately opened the box and then took the nubs figure and started making nubs stab all the other (laughs) characters um, which is just, like, so adorable. Um, but I, I love hearing about how much he loves the show because it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's such a cool thing that, like, this is the introduction, basically, for Star Wars for this next generation, you know? I mean, he'd seen other Star Wars stuff before, but, like, you know, he's four years old. So, like, the Star Wars he probably remembers most when he grows up is probably gonna be, like, Young Jedi Adventures. Like, that's gonna be his Clone Wars, like, what Clone Wars was for, for me, um, and it's such a sweet thing, and such a cool thing, you know, especially because in Young Jedi, like, it's very diverse, like, we see a lot of characters with, um, like, black characters with different, you know, black hairstyles, 
um, that they take care to animate even these background characters. Like, the show is led by a black character and then two aliens. Um, but, like, one of them's a girl. <laughs> and, you know, and, like, one of the... Or, I guess, Nash is also a girl. And then she has two moms. Like, we're seeing these very diverse characters. It's young... It's High Republic, which is, like, wow. And this is, like, an introduction for Star Wars for the next generation. And it's so amazing and so cute. Ours was Ahsoka cutting off droids' heads. Yeah. A lot of clones dying. Hey, I remember, I always remember the parts I remembered most from Clone Wars movie when I was a kid was Rada, a.k.a. Stinky, and how she called R2, R2-y. Stinky. And Rex. Yeah. Rex was very cool. I just remember clones. Um, one I remember specifically, I don't even remember the full episode anymore. I don't know why. Um, but it's the one where, like, uh... I don't remember clone names anymore. <laughs> um, I haven't watched Clone Wars in so long. It's just, uh, but they get the blue hands on their, uh, on their armor, because like people were dying, and I don't know. I don't remember. There was like a giant worm. Yeah, that was um, on uh, Echo's chest or. Yeah, that was on Echo's chest. I remember. Very sad. Um, so yeah, that was one news. But also, I don't know if you've played this, but Minecraft did a little Star Wars DLC called Path of the Jedi, where you like make your own little Jedi character, you like, build your own lightsaber, you can have your own pets and ship, and you like travel to all these planets. It's like I haven't played it. I want to. It's like, I think it's like 10 bucks if you already have Minecraft. I don't know if, have you played it at all? I have not. Okay. Apparently it's like amazing. Like I've, everyone I've seen has raved about it. It's like its own little Star Wars game just in Minecraft. Um, so yeah, I need to, need to play that. Some, I have so many games I need to play. I have so many books to read and so many shows to watch and so many movies to watch. Um, it's really, really crazy. So yeah, can't really offer much more on Path of the Jedi because again, haven't played it. But I've heard it's very good, so that's kind of cool that we have you know another Star Wars game of sorts. Um, also, Ahsoka's in that book, um, that game. And speaking of Ahsoka and games, while a strike was happening, Ahsoka got put into Fortnite, and that's awesome because now I can hit the gritty as Ahsoka after headshotting someone with a shotgun. And like, what more could I want in life? I. <laughs> My dad puts me on the job, without pay. I'm just saying, but he puts me <laughs> on the job to like if there's a char- if there's a Star Wars character that's like behind like achievements and like you know challenges and stuff. He's like, Lizzie, I need your help because I work. And I'm like, I work too. <laughs> <laughs> like to be fair, I just play Overwatch, but whatever. Still, um, and I was just like, so like there was. I think the last one I did it for was Maul. Because uh, there was a few challenges he had that were pretty awful. Like, it was just, like, headshot people from, like, you know, 100 meters away. And I was like, oh, my God. This is ridiculous. And I, or it was, like, with an assault rifle. And it, was, mm-hmm. it was awful. So I, I'm pretty sure he has Ahsoka. But 
I remember I, I, when the Ahsoka challenges came out, I got on the game, and I was like, okay, time to grind these challenges, and then, I don't know what's wrong with me, I did them all in two games. So, except I think there's one where it was like, you had to do something so many times, where it was like, you had to basically do multiple games, so I did all the other challenges in two games. Uh, but yeah, Ahsoka Fortnite goes crazy. She's hitting the gritty. She's doing the Megan the Stallion dance. She's doing the Dua Lipa dances, the Doja Cat. She's doing everything. Um, also, her freaking ship should have been her glider, not an emote. <laughs> that made yeah. me mad. That was stupid. I did see that. I was like, oh, what? That's kind of weird. <laughs> but I just use Anakin's ship for her glider, so it's okay. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Should have been her glider, dude. Um, other I'm video game. Surprised that they don't have Sabine on there. I was like, when, cause I, they announced Ahsoka with the new season, so I was like, oh, maybe when like the challenges start, they'll like have like Sabine in the shop, maybe Hera. Um, and they didn't, but you know, maybe season two they'll do Sabine. I know, I really want Sabine. I mean, can I think... you imagine like dueling and like. Like, you were Ahsoka, and then I'm just Sabine, and we just kill people everywhere. Right. Like, that's perfect. Well, like, I don't know. My top Star Wars characters that I want in Fortnite. Rest of the Ghost Crew. Or I guess, not Rest, all of the Ghost Crew. Chopper can be a back bling. Mm -hmm. um, like, the R2 one. I love the R2 back bling where his legs just, like, flop <laughs> around. I want that for Chopper. Yeah. But I want the I... Ghost Crew in Fortnite. <laughs> Please. Anytime I watch my dad, like, play, I'm, like, <laughs> I get offended if he doesn't use the Mandalorian one. Because <laughs> when I played Fortnite and I was, like, it was, a, uh, he was part of the battle pass. And getting to Grogu, like, because my brain can barely make it to a Overwatch battle pass. Like, you could barely finish it on time. <laughs> um... I just, so I'm just like, I, I I work so hard for that skin, and I work so hard for Grogu, <laughs> and you toss him aside. How dare you? Oh but gosh, that's the only Star Wars stuff I don't have, is the Mandalorian stuff and Darth Vader stuff. It's the only Star Wars stuff I don't have. I don't have the Millennium Falcon glider, because my friend made fun of me for it. Wait, what? There's a, apparently the first time they collabed with Star Wars, everyone got a free Millennium Falcon glider. Aww. Yeah, I don't have it. But I want a ghost glider. Yeah, I want to see. Also, we need to get Poe in Fortnite. Because, yes. like, he's the only one of the three main trios that isn't. Because you have Nayev, Anakin, Obi-Wan, Padme. You have Han, Leia, Luke. Now we rain Finn, but like, where's my man's? He's already left out of Battlefront, so like, this just feels like cruel at this point. It's rude. Um, MySpace Latino. But yeah, I want Ghost Crew. We can get like a Lothcat back bling, Ghost Glider, Chopper back bling. That would be fun. Um, what else? I feel like, like we need to have Chewie. Like we have Black K. 
So Did first... Black K? Yeah, Black Chrysanthemum. Black K. Why is, why is it called Black K? Because that's what he's called. Is he not called that? He is. I... He totally is. But I've never oh. heard Black K. I think they called him that in Boba <laughs> I don't know why. I just That sounds so interesting. I'm sure it's like correct. his rap name, Black K. Yeah, I just <laughs> sure googled. I just like, googled Black Kersantan notable aliases: BK, Kersantan, Santi, Black K, and Santo. Donkey Kong. <laughs> um, who else? What other Star Wars should be in Fortnite? Oh, I, I want some Cassian. Oh, some Mon Mothma. Like, totally goes against the principles of Mon Mothma as a character, but that's why it's funny. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like, oh, like Padme on there. <laughs> yeah. Although, Padme will, Padme will, like, she's strapped. Like, she's got the, the yeah. blasters. But, oh, like, no, Mon totally Mothma. Does. I just think it's funny, too. Or, like, dude, like, Satine Kreese. That would be funny. I... <laughs> Who else? Who else can we get in there? We got Jin Erso. Pretty much anyone from Rogue One would go hard. Dude, Shrew Imway, that would go so hard. <laughs> that would be sick. Dude, imagine doing his Chirrut and base. Mm. Or you get freaking K2SO. Mm. Although they'd have to, like, smush K2SO. Mm. Sort of like, did you see, like, the Jack Skellington? No. He's, they say so Jack Skellington's in Fortnite. Savvy has him. He's awesome. But, like, Jack Skellington in the movie is so, like, spindly. So they kind of, like, shrank him to, like, slightly more normal proportions. And it's, like, it looks... He still looks awesome, but it's kind of funny, like, on the Mm side-by-side. I don't know. I don't know who else I want in Fortnite. Dude, Lando. Captain Phasma. Um, I'm just, like, I'm, like, literally looking around my room and looking at the Funko Pops (laughs) and stuff. I'm not even joking. Um, Dr. Aphra. Jason. Jason. I think we have to wait for Jason to grow up. Like, legally, I think he has to be 18. Though they have 11, so... I don't know. Dude, Dr. Aphra. Who else? Who else is there? I'll uh, get some Resistance characters in there, and they can be, like, cel-shaded, like the show. That would be awesome. I don't know, get Django. Django's cool. I don't know, just... I want more Fortnite Star Wars. You know how they did, like, a Marvel Battle Pass? We need a Star Wars one. Yes. Like, when the whole Battle Pass was Marvel? We need that for some- Dude! Nubs Fortnite! I- He's just really tiny. His hitbox is minuscule. <laughs> or they, like, stretch him and he's really, really big. Yeah. He's all grown up. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if he's gonna be little forever, or if he's gonna grow up to be, like, like a Wookiee kind of size, or if he's gonna be, like, a regular person size. I don't know what- I don't think we've seen any other ones for his species, so, like, I don't really know. Well, but yeah, but, like, because he's smaller than the other kids. Maybe he is just tiny? So, like, I don't know what the- we gotta see some, like, more of that species, so we kind of know. I wanna know what grown-up nubs is gonna be like. Yeah. Yeah, Star Wars Fortnite. Um, also they have the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in Fortnite. Um, and my friends and I ran a squad where we were all Ninja Turtles. 
and that was pretty cool. Uh, we lost, but <laughs> we need to talk about that. Um, okay, so and then while we're on video games, I guess, the uh, Star Wars Outlaws game was announced, and there's like a trailer. I don't know if you saw that. That was like a while ago. That was during the strike. Yeah, I was going to say, it was what was the... Ago, we we didn't podcast about it. About it. <laughs> strike. Yeah, well, the trailer was out. It looks so cool. I'm so excited for it. Um, getting to play in that, like, criminal underworld of Star Wars. Also, use, like, that, like, commando droid with a trench coat, which is the coolest thing that has ever been done, ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have, you got, a, you have, like, a weird little pet guy that's super cute. Um, and I can't remember the girl's name, but she looks super fun and awesome. And I'm looking it up and I can't find her name. Girl, where's your name? not find it. Anyway, it looks really good, and I'm really excited to play it. It comes out 2024, um, although I have trust issues with release dates because Star Wars Hunters still isn't out yet in the United States, <laughs> and that was supposed to come out in 2022, so I have trust issues. It's K-Vess. K-Vess. She looks so cool. I'm really excited. That game's gonna be awesome. It's open world. You can fly you can shoot people also her little weird pet guy is played by d bradley baker which is funny (laughs) yeah you can go to different planets you can go to tatooine kajimi akiva and then like some new planets it's like all this cool stuff i'm a bit upset that the droid in uh young jedi adventure doesn't sound like the ball from overwatch (laughs) <laughs> that's all that's all I have to say it's not actually I'm not actually mad but I'm a little mm-hmm. upset I'm like damn I was really hoping <laughs> for something really funny but I don't hey we have D. Bradley Baker as nubs and he plays Hammond yeah that's true we D. Got Bradley whole, Baker's whole character there D. Bradley Baker's resume is insane <laughs> by the way I don't know if you've ever scrolled through his IMDB when you're bored oh, it's crazy really? Dude, if you ever, like, want to kill some time, just look up and pick a random voice actor and just scroll through their IMDb. It'll take you, like, six hours. Because every single voice actor is, like, crazy amount of roles. Like, Steve Blooms is pretty cool, too. Um, or, like, Matt Mercer, Sam Regal. I need need Bloom's wife. I can't remember her name at the top of my head right now. But I need her... To tell Silent Hill people to put Silent Hill music that she has sung on Spotify. <laughs> because it's not there. Mary E. McGlynn. Uh, yes. Yes. She's uh, so, she's the best. Um, by the way, if you want to see some Mary E. McGlynn, you can watch her in The Legend of Vox Machina playing Zara, which is a character she created for D&D. And they got to play in the cartoon, just saying. It's a very good show. Everyone should watch Legend Box Machina on Amazon Prime. From Silent Hill, I need it like like I need water and oxygen and food, like as every time I have to go on YouTube and I don't I don't buy no ads for YouTube, <laughs> so I just like I'm like listening. I'm like this is so freaking good. It touches my soul, like and then it's like 
what is, the YouTube ads are so much longer now. Anyway. Okay. They are. Have Copy you checked off. SoundCloud? SoundCloud has a lot of stuff. When I look for something that's not on Spotify, I usually find it on SoundCloud. SoundCloud? Mm-hmm. I just use Spotify. I usually use Pandora. It isn't on that either. Mm -hmm. I would check SoundCloud because SoundCloud is like whenever I'm looking for some music that's not on Spotify, it's on SoundCloud. And I don't pay for ad-free SoundCloud, but there's less ads on SoundCloud per song than there would be on YouTube. So, hmm. yeah. Check it out. But just saying, she needs to do something about it. <laughs> yes. Um, you can also watch, she's in The Legend of Vox Machina. She's also, like, an executive producer of that, actually, also. Um, it's on Amazon Prime, and it's really good, and everyone should watch it, please. I, I need people to talk about it, because it's so good. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. So that was some news we missed. Um, we can also kind of... Spend a little time looking forward to what we have in store for Star Wars in 2024, because there's a lot, and I'm very excited for all of it. Um, so there's two, I mean, there's a lot of new books, but the two, like, big new books that I could find when I went through the 2024 page on Wikipedia were The Living Force by John Jackson Miller. Have you heard of this one? It sounds so awesome. It's about the Jedi Council pre-Phantom Menace. So, like, Mace Windu... Depa Balaba, Kiari Mundi, like, Gattle, um, and they have to go on, like, a little, like, road trip adventure, <laughs> and it sounds so funny, and I'm so excited. It's by, also, it's by John Jackson Miller, who wrote A New Dawn, um, which obviously is, like, the Bible to me, uh, <laughs> and, um, so yeah, I'm really excited for that. It's going to be really good. And then also, uh, Mace Windu is getting his own novel. Um, I broke the link on our notes, so that sucks. Um, but it's called The Glass Abyss, which is a sick, sick title. It's by Stephen Barnes, who I don't think has written any other Star Wars, but I'm going to Google that really quick. Um, oh, he's written some, like, EU stuff. Um, but yeah, The Glass Abyss. Um, if you haven't seen it already, I need you to look up. Just look it up right now. Look up the cover art for The Glass Abyss because the cover art goes unbelievably hard. Uh, the comic? It's a ah. book, novel. The Glass Abyss. It that looks really cool. so cool. Um, so yeah, we don't really have any information besides <laughs> the fact... Giving bisexual Mace Windu. But... <laughs> It's really cool. <laughs> yeah, we don't really have too much information besides the fact that it's about Mace Windu and it's about um him kind of reeling from Qui-Gon's death and like that period between Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones. Um, which I feel like doesn't get explored enough considering that's a whole ten year period and everyone's just kinda like eh, nothing happened <laughs> for ten years. So it's always exciting to get to see more adventures in that time. Um, and I think Mace Windu is, like, overhated. Um, so I'm, it's cool he's gonna get his own book. Uh, cause people are so mean to him. I mean, he's mean too, but people are also mean to him. Uh, and he's awesome. I'm excited. Um, we also have... Cover, though. 
Yeah, no, it's awesome. Um, we also have new shows coming out in 2024. No movies, but some shows. Um, it looks like, just based off of press release and stuff, it looks like Andor Season 2 might be off the list for 2024. Um, probably because it was still in the middle of filming when the strikes all started. I wasn't able to finish in time. Um, so, sad, but... Andor, I will, I'm excited and I can't wait, but I will also wait forever for, because it's such perfection. And you know what? They can take all the time they need. Because <laughs> uh, I'm so excited for that. Yeah, they're still filming, so no 2024 release. But we're getting the Acolyte this year. And if you were at Celebration and saw that trailer, you know that show is going to be like incredible i'm so excited even for just the trailer to come out because i cannot wait like, especially uh, your dad's gonna go nuts like, <laughs> it's so awesome the lightsaber stuff is really cool a man with stanford looks really cool there's a wookie jedi like it's awesome it's so cool also the guy from squid games is in it like it's just, it's awesome i'm so excited for the acolyte um yes we're also i just thought of this I'll say it after I go through the shows. The Bad Batch season three. Uh, sadly, the last season of The Bad Batch. Um, but it's definitely going to be a very exciting one. Is coming out this year. So we're going to see what happens to um, the stories of Omega and the rest of The Bad Batch. Uh, and I'm probably going to cry. And it's going to be very bittersweet. Um, but I'm very excited. Tales of the Jedi Season 2 is also slated this year. We don't know which characters it's going to be about. Please, Kanan and Sabine. Please, why did you do that? Please, Kanan and Sabine. Um, please. At least Kanan. Please, I want this so bad. Um, although, to be honest, I would be surprised if we don't get Sabine. If only because I'm sure they're going to use it to explain that gap. Uh, and to kind of, like, fill us in on her relationship with Ahsoka um, before the Ahsoka show. So there's that. We're also supposed to get Skeleton Crew this year. That's another show I saw the trailer for at Celebration. And that trailer looked very good. It looked... The show looked very colorful. Um, we, it looks like we got to see some of the, like, you know, everyday life of Star Wars people, which I always enjoy. Um, oh, gosh. Um... Yeah, that show looks really good. And before we get into the rest of the news, I also want to say, I just thought of this when I was talking about lightsaber fights with the, um, the Acolyte, but I really liked a lot of the lightsaber fights in Ahsoka. I think one of my favorites was actually in episode three, four, whenever they were in the forest, I think it was four. And I really liked the dichotomy between Sabine and Shin, the apprentices fight, versus the duel between Ahsoka and Balin. Um, cause, yeah. yeah, well, because I really liked how, like, Sabine and Shin were, like, fighting. Like, they're swinging, they're knocking each other around, like, they're fighting, versus Ahsoka and Balin were more, like, dueling. Like, they got into their ready position, they clashed a few times, stepped back, kind of reset, and then went back into it. It was, like, more like a professional duel they have you know these are seasoned masters they have that kind of like respect you know for each other and for like the art of lightsaber forms um and that was really cool that was really well done 
Um, and just in general, anytime Ahsoka and Balin fought, it was cool. Because, again, they had their, like, these very seasoned masters who have this respect for a lightsaber. Versus Sabine and Shin, who just kind of wave around. Um, <laughs> kind of like, you jerk. <laughs> Come here. <laughs> yeah. Also, Ezra fighting without a lightsaber was really awesome. I, yeah, uh, I thought that was funny when she was like, okay, here's your lightsaber. And he was like, no, it's yours. Don't th- I, no, I'm good. <laughs> Trust me. I'm all right. You you go ahead. He's like, all I need is a force. And then five minutes later, picked up a blaster. It was so funny. <laughs> um, yes. So, yeah. I just want to say that oh, really quick. I forgot about it. That I wanted to say. I forgot. Uh, no, it's, it's gone. <laughs> Oh, that, sorry, I'm so sorry. Okay, so I was playing Overwatch, and I don't know if I told you this, I was playing Overwatch, and this was right, like, the day after the first episode of Ahsoka came out. Um, and because I was with my family at the time, I watched I watched the shows on time, and I, whatever, but <laughs> I watched it on time, so it was fine, and I was playing Overwatch the next day, and... I was in a match, and someone in the group, like, like the chat, put just like in all caps, Sabine got stabbed in the first episode. <laughs> and I was like, what am I reading? Cause like I, my brain wasn't at all in Star Wars, and I was like, Sabine got stabbed. What? This guy tried to spoil the first episode to people <laughs> on Overwatch. That's ridiculous donkulous but i that was an interesting experience that i didn't know could happen so uh that was that was fun (laughs) so watch out uh future be on time when watching these episodes you might get spoiled on overwatch just saying that's that's crazy (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah those are all the new shows coming out so we have four shows coming out i'm very i'm so excited for all of them um i think out of the four i think the acolyte might be what i'm most excited for but bad batch season three is very very close um but like when you see the acolyte trailer you're gonna get it it was it was truly something very special and i'm so excited um Star Wars Outlaws, as mentioned earlier, is supposed to be here, so we get to play and go on an adventure with Kay Vess, and, uh, is it Nyx, I think is the little creature, and then the Commando Droid guy. So that's very cool. And then this year is also going to be the 10th anniversary of Rebels, uh, which is so exciting. Um, so I hope we get to see, like, you know, a cast reunion, um, maybe merch <laughs> um which is like all this new stuff and yeah 10 years of rebels which feels crazy uh because i feel like rebels has defined so much of of my life <laughs> at this point um and i know it has probably even more for you um you are really ruining these notes right now oh what? my gosh they are in comic sans there's random they're all random colors like randomly through words switches colors <laughs> it's um it's truly cr- crazy right now in a while and my dad's been slacking on making notes so <laughs> <laughs> they are um they're bizarre right now there's some like dark red right next to like neon teal it's um it's a little painful uh 
Yeah, 2024 is going to be a very good year for Star Wars. Um, I'm really excited. Uh, okay, random parts of the... It's not even... It's like half of that one line is a bigger size and the other half is still small. It's, oh, and the <laughs> other... There's another big part that's... But a different size, but I'm also bigger. <laughs> I can see that. Um, yeah, so... Yeah, so 2024 is going to be an amazing year for Star Wars, and I'm, I'm very excited, like, again, I'm so excited for the accolade. Like, truly, if you do not see the trailer, you don't get it. That show is How do going you know to be... I haven't seen the trailer? Have you? Um, totally. I wasn't saying you specifically, just, like, in general, <laughs> like, a general you to everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, if you haven't seen the trailer, I think you really don't get it. Like, the accolade uh, is... I think it's gonna blow us all away. I think it's gonna be like the. Tell me anything about it. No, but I think it's gonna be like you know what Andor is to the like more political side of Star Wars. I think Acolyte is gonna be that for the mystical side. If that makes sense. Um, Mystical side of Star Wars. Yeah. Okay. Like it's the 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 hair like Amanda Stenberg's hair in the trailer was awesome, Um, and just like the. It was very, the lightsaber fights, we saw, like, little glimpses of them were very, like, old samurai movie. Oh my gosh, it was so cool. I'm so excited. Um, And, of course, the Bad Batch Season 3, getting to see, um, you know, the endings. Um, I'm really afraid they're, like, all gonna die, I'm not gonna lie. I think Omega's probably safe. Because, like, I don't know if they're gonna kill a kid. I mean, they could. I don't know if they will. (laughs) <laughs> At this point, I'm kind of like, like, they already killed off Tech. I don't really care anymore. I don't care if anyone else dies. They, like, they what about Wrecker? that I really, really li- like. What about Wrecker? Yeah, he's fine, but, like, Tech. Mm. The optimistic side of me says Tech's going to come back and everything's going to be fine. I'm afraid... That they're all gonna die. <laughs> Realistically, maybe we'll get like a sole survivor out of like Hunter or Wrecker or someone. Or Crosshair. That would be messed up. If they all die except Crosshair. Can you imagine? Oh gosh. I just manifested it. So it's a last into existence. Of us thing. Yeah. Um, Hunter and like Omega. Yeah. Or th- Omega that... dies too. I know. I really think Omega's safe just because of her age. Um, I just don't know if they're gonna... Oh, man, they killed a lot of kids. Anakin's killed a lot of kids. Right, right, but I think Omega's big enough of a character that she's not gonna die off-screen, and I don't think they're gonna show a child dying on-screen. You know? (laughs) Now, they could just jump forward in time and then kill her, I guess. Solve that problem. That's what I was gonna say. Like one episode, they're like fifty years. Like, I know. Right, Last uh, like, no. So it's like, oh man, everyone died, but at least Omega's okay. And then it cuts like fifteen years later to Omega dying. Yeah. Um, that'd be horrible. <laughs> <laughs> um, gosh, yeah. I don't even feel like I don't even know what to expect in Bad Batch season three. I feel like it goes so many directions, and that's really exciting to feel so not knowing. <laughs> Um, but the season two definitely ended on a big cliffhanger, and it'll be really cool to see that be resolved. And I wonder, 
you know, are they going to break her out right away? Is it going to take the whole season to break her out? Like, what's it going to, what's it going to be? And I'm, I'm very excited, um, for that. Um, Tales of the Jedi season two, I'm really hoping for Kanan and Sabine, or at least one of them. Um, but you know, I mean, I feel like there's so many that would be, like, I'd, some would be cool. Like, I feel like Voss would be cool. See some Ayla. Um, get some, like, Rey or some Finn. Oh, they probably aren't, won't just to not step on the toes of the Rey movie. But, I guess Luke. I guess we do <laughs> Or Obi-Wan. But Obi-Wan just got his show. Yeah. You know? Who else? We get some High Republic Tales of the Jedi. That would be pretty cool. You know, get some Yoda maybe. There's a lot they could do. I hope Tales of the Jedi, like same thing with Visions. I love anthologies. That's one of those things I just hope this goes on forever because there's infinite possibilities. Uh, I love an anthology. Um, yeah, and then Skeleton Crew looks, I think Skeleton Crew is going to be really, really good. Um, the cast seems great. Like I said, the trailer was very colorful. We got to see, like, some lives of regular people in Star Wars, which I always really enjoy. I don't think we get enough of that. Um, and just all that stuff. So, yeah. Good year for Star Wars coming up ahead of us. Uh, yeah. So, it is past midnight, and I have to work in the morning. So, I think we can wrap it up. Yeah, we had to share Soka thoughts, all sorts of stuff. Um, so yeah, so for plugs, StarWarsGeeker.com. I haven't written anything in a while. Uh, I have drafts. I'm waiting to, like, pile up some drafts before I start posting them. Like, I want to have a good reserve in case I, like, can't write for a while. So, like, I'm I'm working on it. I want to get back into a consistent schedule. Um... Yeah, com is still there. I think I said this on another podcast. I don't know if I'm going to do quizzes anymore, only because the website I used to be using for quizzes now wants me to pay money. And I, like, and it's, like, a lot of money. Like, if it was, like, a couple bucks, I'd think about it, but it's, like, a lot of money. Uh, and I, I mean, I, like, I don't owe them, but it's, like, hey, to keep using this, pay money. I don't want to do that. Um, so unless I find another good option that lets me, like, embed the quiz on the website, I don't know if I'm going to keep doing quizzes. They're also a lot of work. Um, but yeah. Maybe I'll do some once in a while if I find a good website. You just have to host a video call for people that want to take quizzes, <laughs> and then you have yeah. to, like, do the math yourself on what, who they become. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's so... That's a lot of work. Um, we're also on Twitter and Instagram at SWGeekGirl, and our Facebook page is Star Wars Geek Girl. Um, I was going to say something else. Oh, we also have Restream now. So potentially, um, live streams, like at least me, I could do them in the future. Um, I don't know. I know, did you fix your camera at any point? Because <laughs> then you could do oh. the live streams too. Um, that was my Mac. So this computer should be fine. <gasps> it's not the greatest quality, so maybe I should just buy a little tiny camera, but mm. um, I could. Yeah, so maybe live streams can be in the future if we find things to live stream about. Um, and then for me personally, I'm on Instagram and TikTok at Spectre underscore five. Five written out, not, um, the number. not the number. 
Um, I'm not really active on Instagram. I've been trying to post on TikTok, like, once a day. I've been lasting a couple of weeks, but then I ran out of drafts, so I don't know if I'm gonna, <laughs> I don't know how great I'm going to keep it, keep it up. Um, and I'm also on Twitter at, at Zoeka, uh, but I'm also not active. I'm not really good at social media. X. Oh, X. Is it? Oh, yeah. X. I'm not calling it that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm also not really, I'm really not good at, like, social media, to be honest. Um, I post when I post, and yeah. <laughs> but I, when I, if you do want to see things when I do post, I think they're pretty cool. So you can definitely follow me on those things. Yeah. Uh, for the Rogue Rebels is theroguerebels.com. Instagram and TikTok is at theroguerebels. Twitch is at Rogue Rebels Podcast. Wherever you're listening to the wonderful Star Wars Geek Girl now. Uh, Facebook page, The Rogue Rebels, and Twitter at Rogue Rebels Fam. Uh, I'm, I don't really do anything. Everything is pretty much private except for TikTok, which is Rogue, Rogue, oh my god, at Rogue Rebel Sabine, and it's the Sabine, it's S-A-B-E-A-N, because I thought it was cute, uh, like, years ago, but, I mean, it's still, I think it's still cute, but it's still <laughs> cringe, but it can be cr- cute and cringe, hey. whatever, whatever. There's nothing <laughs> cringe about being happy. That's true. And um, I think if my TikTok bio is, I may be cringe, but you're mean, and that's worse. So, that's the that's lesson fair. to live by. Yeah. So, that's, I, I do some stuff, but, but I'm, I'm really bad, bad where I'm like, like, oh, I have, like, so many ideas for a, a TikTok. Like, I could do a Star Wars thing, or I could do something talking about work. Not, like, really bad-mouthing work at all, just, like, funny stuff that happens at work. Uh, and then I, like, do the drawings, and then I'm like, okay. All right, let's put that away. for. <laughs> and then the trend, like, goes away, and I'm like, well, now I can't post it. <laughs> so I'm really See, I do that all the time, but I post it anyway. It takes me forever to actually make TikTok, but then I just post it anyway. Also, speaking of TikTok, Dollar Tree, Shin Hattie... Um, duetted one of my TikToks I like two weeks that. ago. That was, really cool. that was like highlight of my day, and I go to work and I was like, no one here know like, you know, it's like that like you know that meme of like the guy yeah, at the party and he's the like party. he's like they don't know. <laughs> so that was me. I was like all day at work. I'm like they don't know Dollar Tree Shinati duetted my video, and even if they did, they'd probably be like who's that? But I was like, it's important to me. I was so excited. Someone so called me funny. IKEA Sabine, and that was funny. Yeah. Yeah. Is that a good thing? Uh, yeah, you know, I thought that. Because I was like, Ikea is, like, good quality furniture. Yeah. But I guess it's, like, compared to a lot of alternatives, I guess it is, like, cheaper furniture. Like, price-wise. So, I don't know. But it was it's funny. it's convenient and it's still good. And it looks yeah. good. Yeah. So, Ikea Sabine, I thought it was really funny. Um... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. All right. I did see that because I was like, I saw her duet. Like I, I first saw yours, and I was like, "Haha, that's cute." I don't want to be Shin. <laughs> and then, uh, I and then like later I was scrolling and scrolling, and then it was like that, and I was like, "Wait a minute, I know that person on the left." <laughs> yeah, that was like highlight of my day. I was so excited. I went and told my dad, and he's like, who's that? And I was like, you don't get it. 
<laughs> you don't understand. All right, well, I am going to go to bed. Thank you so much for podcasting. So much fun. It's been a while. Hopefully we can get back into the swing of things and not wait another seven months. <laughs> um, you know, should our schedules allow it. You know, fingers crossed. Um, yeah. Well, I was Zoe. I was Lizzie after a few months. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. May the force be with you and goodbye. Goodbye. Star Wars Geek Girls. They're geek girls that like Star Wars. And sometimes cry.